It's Litopia Daily, the web's first daily bulletin about writing and publishing. And now, here's Peter Cox. Well, hello. Um, no news today. Um, not because there isn't any news, but we've got a slight technical problem. Um, still in beta, folks. Don't judge us yet. 1st of July, we've got a new feature starting today from our podcast officer, Eve Harvey, who's going to tell us all about today in writing history. On this day, July the 1st, in 1912, the 1911 Copyright Act came into force. The Act stated that copyright arose in the creation of the work, not in the publication, and copyright was extended to the life of the author plus 50 years. For the first time, This new act brought together most of the earlier acts concerning copyright and widened the scope of protection for authors and creators of artistic work. Jump forward 93 years to 2005 and this protection conferred upon authors was in jeopardy as Google began digitising library books for their library programme. Google planned to scan and index all books from five of the world's major libraries and make that content searchable using the Google search engine. In effect, Google was turning the 1911 Copyright Act on its head, disregarding the copyright protection of the author. Google's chief chief executive held a meeting with fuming publishers on this day, the 1st of July in 2005, and offered them an opt-out clause and to pause scanning in the interim. The Association of American Publishers rejected this proposal, furious that Google was shifting the responsibility onto them of explicitly telling Google they did not want their copyrighted titles included in the project. That's it. More from me tomorrow. Well, thank you very much, Eve. Now, I've got a special surprise for you. Sitting next to me is someone who I've known for some time, my long-time writing collaborator when I was writing, and collaborator in one or two other ways as well. Peggy Brousseau. Hello. Hello. Um, I thought it'd be interesting just to spend a few moments talking about an aspect of writing that very rarely gets any discussion at all, actually, and that is this aspect of collaborating. Now, you and I have collaborated in my writing days, you still write, I don't, um, on, gosh, I don't know how many books? It's upwards of 24. Jeez. 24? 24, 25. Yeah. And they've all been in the non-fiction area. Um, Can you just uh, toss out a few titles that we worked on? Well, we worked on a series called the Life Point series. Yeah, that was pretty successful, wasn't it? It was. It was Mm. um, the right thing at the right time, Yeah, dealing with the impact of foods on one's health. Yeah. Um, We worked on quick cholesterol and fat counters. Yeah. We worked on a series of cookbooks that dealt with specific health issues um, and remedying those issues or, or... benefiting them. Super living, we did that too. That's right. It just goes on and on. So when an author is thinking about collaborating uh, with another author, and I'm I'm not talking about ghostwriting here, I'm talking about a a, a genuine uh, cooperation, what would you say are good reasons to, you know, to think about getting into that kind of relationship with another writer? I think they're very straightforward. Um, if I highlight them first of all, and then perhaps we can discuss the pitfalls that can sometimes happen on the way. Sure. Um, I think that the the reasons to get involved in a collaboration are um, when you realize that uh, working with that particular person will enhance the outcome, that, that the eventual outcome will be um, mm. a, much better at imparting the information 
you aim to impart. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of authors get bogged down in a, a problem with ego, really. Yes. <laughs> where they think that they are the only people who, the only person who is able to accomplish this task and yeah. they want to see their name and no other. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's unfortunate. Mm. Because clearly, people have different skills. Mm. And if you can find someone whose skills enhance your own, or in some way um, complement, mm. and then you get into this lovely cycle of mutual appreciation. I guess when, when authors think about collaborating, if they haven't done it before, um, the first thing that crosses their mind, apart from who am I going to work with, and you know, will I get on with them, is how, how does it work? What are the mechanics of collaborating? Um, can you just go over how we used to do it? Was it chapter by chapter? Did you do one chapter and me do one chapter, or, or how did it work? I think it was it was project dependent. Right. Um, that we divided it according to, um, again, our our clear skill areas, yeah. and kind of raised each other up as we went along. Mm. Sometimes that was chapter by chapter, um, but at other times it was, for instance, an, uh, a certain aspect of research would be mm. yours and a different would be mine yeah. and then we'd come together and smooth the writing out between us pa basically passing it back and forth yeah. so that the editing process was um, homogenous yeah I remember that and, and I you know, thoroughly enjoyed it actually, I don't think anyone could tell from the manuscripts that there really were two voices, I mean, it, as you say it, homogenous may be the right word well we had a unity of vision yeah. I think we, we spent a lot of time planning each project mm and knocking the rough edges off it. Mm. Sometimes that was the lengthiest part of, of development. Absolutely. Well, yeah, it, it, it often is. It, it may, maybe it ought to be as well. Of course, everything that we collaborated on was non-fiction. And I wonder if what you say about planning and the working process would also apply, do you think, to fiction? I suspect it, it could do. I think that, for instance, some people know how to plot. Yeah. Other people know how to do dialogue. Mm -hmm. Some people can have two or three of those very important skills, but not the remainder. Yeah. And I, I think that it, it, sh it should be very, very feasible for mm. two people to collaborate in fiction. Uh, I as long as you say the, the old ego doesn't get too, uh, yes. too big or too involved. I mean, putting on my other hat, the Asian's hat, the one I wear all the time now, um, when I arrange a collaboration these days, it usually really it means you know ghostwriting, and I don't like to use the word ghostwriting because I always want the the author's name up there on the book. But um, I mean, what it means really is one person does the writing, and usually the subject, who probably is you know the celebrity of some sort, um, talks to the author, but they really don't do any of the serious writing at all. Um, and I guess that's pretty different, really, to what we're talking about. Perhaps there's a, there's a better way of putting it, which is writing partner. Yes, I think so. I think that what we had was a unity of vision, mm. and that's what we aimed for. We put our, 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 our separate needs and feelings aside so that the project succeeded yeah. um, for its own merit. And we put the person, the person we put at the, at the end of it all was not one of us, but mm, the reader. Absolutely. And I think that's as it should be. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so I understand that, you know, your sort of um, working collaboration with this, with your partner actually sort of bloomed and developed into something else. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it certainly did. <laughs> uh, right, okay. So that was, that was a fruitful relationship in more than one way. 
You know, I, I've just been struck by a thought listening to you. Possibly we ought to start some sort of um, uh, dating uh, <laughs> arrangement on Latopia whereby, uh, you know, you could list your strengths as a writer and your, you know, your relative weaknesses and sort of find a writing partner like that. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I can see problems down, down that route. Um, do you think that having a writing partner makes you a, a better writer or do you think it just sort of compensates for the areas that you're not too strong in? I think it makes you a better writer. Do you? Um, I don't think that's necessarily the case for every experience. Uh, and I've heard of some terrible mishaps and misfortunes that have befallen people. But if, if as I said earlier, you can um, relinquish a bit of the ego and get into a mutual appreciation cycle, mm. then you truly can see firsthand how the... Uh, talents and, and skills of the other person yeah. really improve those things that you've already contributed yeah. to the project yeah. and it's vice versa yeah. as well so you're at once um, appreciated for what you have yeah. and you're schooled in what you haven't got. I know, well uh, yeah sure I mean, I've mean, i seen that, that first hand Well thank you very much Peggy for popping in to talk to us on Lutopia Daily, it's nice to see you again Thank you <laughs> <laughs> And Lutopia Daily will be back with you again tomorrow Catch Latopia Daily five days a week from www.latopia.com